Psalm 28 and 7. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and I am helped. Therefore, my heart rejoices and I give thanks to him with my song. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good evening, everyone. This is Reverend Nicole Edness with you tonight. On behalf of our pastor, Reverend Dr. Elaine McCullens-Flake, welcome to the Greater Allen Cathedral Online Prayer. We welcome you tonight. We have with us this evening a friend of Reverend Elaine, Reverend Orsella Hughes, from Allen, pastor of Allen Chapel, AME Hartford, Connecticut. Reverend Hughes, we're so glad to have you with us this evening, and you may lead us in prayer. Amen. Thank you so much, uh, Reverend, for that uh, wonderful introduction. And it is great to be back with the Greater Allen family on the prayer line. And so I praise God for another opportunity to lead in prayer with other believers. And so I invite you to stick with that same theme uh, of trust. And I'm going to lift up John 13, 7. That simply says, you do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. And hear these words as penned by Marshawn Evans as she says, God is more concerned with our trust than our talent, more committed to our character than our career, and more interested in obedience than sacrifice. Because of our desire to get what we want when we want it, Though we naturally tend to rush the process and attempt to put God on our timeline, we set our expectations high, create our own schedule, and race toward that finish line. Then when our expectations aren't met, we feel frustrated because we haven't met our goals. But there is something God wants more than your speed, more than your hard work or your mighty efforts. God wants your trust, your T-R-U-S-T, total reliance upon spiritual timing. Not easy, right? Instead, we want to orchestrate, we want to direct, we want to control, and we want answers. However, the truth is that we simply don't know what's best for us at that moment. We certainly don't have heaven's elevated view. And if we're acting in haste, we can get in the way of God's intended blessings for us. Trusting God is trusting his timing and believing that you can rely upon him in both the wait and the pursuit. God is never late. He is always on time. And as we focus on that this evening, our prayer words this evening are trust, purpose, belief, stillness, obedience, and courage. Most gracious and eternal God, we come to you this evening Because, God, only through prayer can we get our answers. We come to you, God, this evening in prayer as we do every evening because we know there is nothing too hard for you. We know that all things are possible because of you. So, God, for every person that is listening right now or may listen later on, God, we already know that you're in their hearts and your minds and you are already regulating situations. God, you are already restoring hope to those who need hope. You're bringing deliverance, God, for those who feel lost. God, you're bringing healing to those who have felt sick. And God, you you are encouraging those who are dealing with sickness and death right now. 
God, I pray for this country and I pray for us as families. God, I pray for all of us individually and collectively. But God, if I had to call out anything one by one right now, God, I pray for our youth. For God, we are seeing alarming numbers of suicide against children, uh, amongst children, God. And so I pray for the hand of depression to be released from them in the name of Jesus. That, God, that you would show them how to be connected to people who are spiritually grounded so they don't have to only let out their steam and their frustration on social media, God, but that you will bring them into the fold of other people, God, into the fold of, of church individuals who know how to pray with them and show them another way. So, God, right now, I'm asking that you would help them to trust you, to trust their future, God. Help them to trust that you have their future in their hands. God, parents are feeling helpless and grandparents are feeling hopeless. Teachers are feeling hopeless. But I know there's still a God who we can call on that will speak to the minds and the heart of our youth, uh, regardless of the age, God, that will hold back the hand of suicide and hold back that hand of, of depression and remind them that they are fearfully and wonderfully made in your image. So, God, I thank you because I know that you will give them the victory, that you will put their minds at ease, God, that you will help regulate minds and thoughts that they have about themselves, that, God, you would even help them to sometimes turn down their own phones and find you in their word, God. So help them, God, to find their light and find their purpose in you. But then, God, if I had to point more fingers again, we point them at the youth, God, but I also pointed at their parents. God, so many parents have been feeling left out and feeling uh, confused and not feeling inspired. But I declare and decree, God, that you are strengthening families in the name of Jesus. And you are starting with the parents. You are helping them find the words to communicate. You are helping them find the words to be able to bridge the gap between the youth and their household. And God, I also know that from community to community, you are making families, uh, bring, you're restoring the village and helping families to feel uh, accountable for one another again. So God, I thank you that you give us the spirit of community and you give us the spirit of family. And because of that, we can trust in you. And God, because you've birthed us all with a purpose, you've given us a reason to understand that we must do uh, what is according to your, to your will and your way. And God, if I had to point another finger at another group of people, God, I point them right now with the leaders of churches, God, uh, who are watching loved ones and watching members uh, go everywhere, God, but sometimes not make it to the house of the Lord. Maybe not always getting on the prayer line, God, start trying to recommit themselves back to the faithful worship every Sunday morning. God, I just pray for, for preachers who are are. are committed to writing the words, God, and, and to pre being able to preach the word and stand behind pulpits to say what thus saith the Lord. And so, God, I pray that you would remove any uh, spirit of heaviness from them so they can to continue, God, to do your will. And then, God, I pray for our membership everywhere, God, not just members of churches, but members of the kingdom, God. Uh, we know that the COVID and the coronavirus and the lockdown has, has bewildered many of us and have shifted many of our thinking, God, and has, has sometimes even told us that it's more convenient to, to be at home and listen as opposed to going into worship. But, God, I'm praying for members of the kingdom 
to be able to go out into a sin-filled world and told them that in order for us to be uh, together, we must assemble together. We must worship together. We must praise together so that when, God, you look down, you won't find us being lazy. You won't find us not in a position of prayer, but you'll find us praising you all day long. And then, God, if we just continue just going down the line of who we want to pray for this evening, God, I pray for grandparents, oh, God, for, for their wisdom, God, and for the love that they have for not only their family and not only their grandchildren, but for the community as a whole. God, I thank you that grandparents can still part wisdom in each and every one of us. God, I thank you that as you give them the words that we're able to uh, manifest on what they have lived and the life that they have lived, and God, that you have given them the example for us to live by so that we can be a better example for the children that come behind us. I thank you, God, this evening that for every person that is on this prayer line, God, you already know what they stand in the need of. So I thank you, God. I praise your name because you are so wonderful and purposeful. And God, as we continue to just point fingers at who we want to pray for this evening, God, we lift up those in the medical field. God, not just physically, but the mental health field as well. So, God, we praying for doctors and nurses, God, and, and our certified nurses and registered nurses, God, those who are working in the, the mental health field as well. God, I pray right now for them that, God, as you continue to give them the gifts and the tools to be, uh, to, to be a resource to our communities, that you will also help them to not grow weary in doing good, but continue to be that light that we need when we need the health care that we need, that we need the mental health care that we need. God, if somebody's standing in the need of a mental breakthrough, I pray that you would release any uh, a stigma that tells them that they don't need mental health care, God, but help them to seek and find that therapist they need while they are praying with you. God, I also pray for those who, who have missed appointments and missed testings over the last two years, God, that you would get them back into their routine of getting their health checked out. Help us, God, to check on one another. Help us, God, to help us to move every day and to eat right, God, and to live right, God, and to pray right daily. Help us to be a beacon of, of inspiration to one another so that we can continue to do your will. Oh, God, I just thank you this evening that as we continue to, to think about who we're going to pray for, God, I think about the law enforcement, God, for those who are doing it right on the inside of law enforcement, God, for those who are walking the beat in their communities and holding other officers accountable when they are not protecting our communities. God, I pray for law enforcement because, God, we do need doorkeepers on our streets. We do need doorkeepers on our communities, and we need them, God, to be able to not be afraid of us, but to work with us, to walk locked arm and step with us all the way. Because God, I know that when the kingdom and the law come together, there will be a beautiful thing happening where all of your children will feel safe and be whenever they leave their home and safe, God, whenever they are in their home. I thank you, God, this evening that we can pray for law enforcement. God, I pray for politicians right now who are making decisions on behalf of our communities. God, when they sign things, help them to see every face in their community. When they're making laws, God, help them to see 
every faith in their community so that it's not just a decision based on one area code or one zip code, but it's based on the community as a whole. God, there's so much that we can thank you for this evening. There's so much that we can ask you for. But God, I also know because you've given each one of us purpose. I know, God, that you've given each one of us a direction. Your word tells us in Romans 8 um, that with those, those you have predestined, you have called, and those you have called, you have justified, and those who have justified, you have also glorified. So God, as many of our teachers and educators are beginning to go back into their classrooms. God, I call their names out in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. We know, God, that their students for almost uh, 24 months were at home and learning virtually, God, and learning in hybrid situations. And God, the learning has shifted. The learning has been altered. But one thing I know, because you have called them and you have predestined them and God, you have justified them and because you have glorified that you will lift up educators on every level. God, from the daycare worker to the college professor, you will bless them, God, and you will anoint them from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet. Their students will be blessed, God. Their students will learn. They will feel encouraged. They will know that they are in a place uh, where they can always be themselves because you have allowed that safe place to happen for them. And then, God, as we continue to move on in the spirit right now, we know that through belief and through faith that all things, God, all things, whatever we ask in prayer, we shall receive. And so, God, I thank you this evening that even if I didn't call a person, if I didn't call out what they do, God, if I didn't call out the situation, I know because more than two or three are gathered in your name, you are already in the midst of everything. So, God, we ask you for breakthroughs. We ask you this evening for miracles. We ask you, God, that we, that you will continue to reign on us. Oh, hallelujah, God, we thank you this evening that as a few of us friends come together in prayer, that we don't just come because we trust and not just because we have purpose or not because we believe, but because, God, your word tells us that when we are still, God, thank you that when we are still, we can know that you are God and we will exalt you among the nations and we will exalt you in the earth. The enemy has no choice but to recognize that when we get together, oh, what a time it will be, God, when all of your children get together and we are getting together in trust and purpose and belief and being still. We know, God, that you will get the breakthrough. You, God, that we will get the breakthrough. You will get the glory and it will be for are good. So God, have your way in everything that we are asking this evening. But God, we know that it won't just happen because you said so. But we know, God, it will happen because we have to be obedient. And when, God, we walk up, when our steps are ordered, we know that it will not be hampered. When we run, we will not stumble. So God, I thank you right now that you're ordering our steps. You're ordering our word. You are ordering our work. You are ordering our tongue so that we can be obedient to when we come together and we are obedient for worship. We are obedient in our prayer life and you'll be able to look down on us, God, and say, oh, those are the children that I recognize. Those are the children that I brought out of darkness. Oh, God, like you blessed the Israelites and you brought them out of Egypt into 
a marvelous land. God, you'll be able to look down on us, and then we will be able to look back and say how I made it over. I made it over because I gave God the glory. I made it over because I gave God all of my problems. I made it over because God has been so good, and I know God right now. There's somebody on this prayer line that knows that because of a cancer diagnosis that no longer exists, it is because they trusted. It's because they believed and because they were still and because they were obedient and because they had the courage. God, somebody on this prayer line right now has been dealing with grief over the loss of a loved one. But God, I know that you are already encouraging and lifting their heart in the name of Jesus. God, somebody on this prayer line this evening is not talking to their loved one, not talking to their family. But God, I know that you can mend all brokenness, God. You can mend broken relationships. You can restore communication, God. You can restore relationships that felt like they could never be restored. I know, God, you can do it when we put you first. So thank you, God, for being the alpha and the omega in our life, the beginning and the end. God, I I thank you that you write the story. God, I thank you that you are the author and that you hold the pen. God, I thank you this evening that every story that's on this prayer line tonight, it does not end when we say it ends, God, but it ends when you say it ends. So God, I thank you. And I praise your holy name because if we have breath in our body, that means we still have purpose. If we have breath in our body, that means we still have a reason to trust. We still have a reason to have purpose. We have a reason to be obedient. But most of all, God, we have all the reason to have courage. And I thank you, God, this evening that as we go through courage, we can activate all of the gifts that you have given us. For God, your word tells us that we don't work through our spirit of fear, but we work through a sound mind. And on this evening, God, I thank you that even in our tired bodies, you give us a sound mind. And even, God, as we have worked all day, and God, even as we have Zoomed all day, and we've been on conference calls all day, and we've been stuck in traffic for some of the day, you still have allowed us to get on the prayer line and say, it's me, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Not my mother, not my father, but it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Not my sister, not my brother, but it's me, God, standing in the need of prayer. Not my preacher, not my pastor, not the church officer, but God, it's me standing in the need of prayer. God, I I can't call every situation. I can't call every need, but I'm so glad that you do not need my help. It is not my, my calling, God, to know what you are going to do, but certainly, God, because of who you are, because of your omnipresence, because of your omniscient grace. You don't need or sell us permission to call everybody's name. You don't need to know what's written down on my book. It's your book, God, that says that you will touch and you will heal and deliver. So I thank you, God, this evening, that for whatever somebody got on the prayer line this evening to hear about, we can joyfully and victoriously say, it is 
finished in the name of Jesus. I'm finished with crying. I'm finished with not knowing. I'm finished with doubt. But right now, God, I'm going to walk in trust. I'm going to walk in my purpose. I'm going to walk believing. I'm going to walk with obedience. And I'm going to walk with courage. Because, God, I know that as long as I'm walking with you, that all things are possible, that all things can come true. And I thank you this evening, God. And I don't ask this prayer in my name. I don't ask it in the name of the pastor or the prayer leader. I don't ask it, God, in the name of the people. But I ask it, God, in your name that you will continue to be a blessing in our life. God, we thank you this evening. And we count it victory. We count it all joy. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And amen. amen. Thank you, Reverend Osella Hughes. Thank you for pouring out your hearts this evening and touching um, so many bases, amen, in prayer and praying for the youth and praying for parents and leaders of churches and members of the kingdom and grandparents in the medical field. Just thank you so much for all that you have poured out this evening. We appreciate you and may the Lord richly bless you and fill you uh, from um, from all you're pouring out. May God fill you and fill your cup until it overflows. Hallelujah. Um, Alan family, just, oh, you're welcome. Alan family, we just want to bless you and thank you for coming on this night. Um, remember, tomorrow we'll be meeting um, at the church, um, most likely um, in the parking lot one for precation with Bishop Courtney Bradley and Archbishop Robert Rockford. And plenty of prayers will be going up to heaven. And we just thank God for hearing our cry and attending unto our prayers. And we thank God for answering our prayers. And so, um, Alan family and friends, have a wonderful night. Have a good night's rest. And hopefully see you tomorrow at prayer at the cathedral. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you, Reverend Hughes. God bless you. Good evening. Okay. Good night. Mm -hmm.